Welcome to Real Estate and Coffee. My name is Joel Arndt. Today is Thursday, October 3rd, 2019. Here's some Canadian real estate news while you enjoy your morning coffee. This morning's article comes from the Financial Post. Ontario weighing registry for private mortgage lenders as sector grows. Ontario is considering a registry for private mortgage lenders that could shed light on a corner of the market that has been gaining traction in the wake of federally mandated stress tests for uninsured loans. A report released Monday by Ontario's Ministry of Finance recommended incentivizing registration for private lenders as borrowers increasingly turn to private sources of funding, such as mortgage investment corporations or other individuals. Because these lenders are unregulated, governments have no clear line of sight on their activities and may not know the extent of their market participation, said the report. Part of a review of the province's Mortgage Brokerages, Lenders and Administrators Act. This has resulted in a lack of understanding of the level of financial risk in the private lending sector. Noting work done in British Columbia, that found private real estate lending could be susceptible to money laundering, the report says the Ontario government and the Financial Services Regulatory Authority of Ontario ought to gain additional insight into the sector to help combat fraud. During the review, many stakeholders noted that private unregulated lending should not be restricted but could be better understood or quantified, the report said. As such, it is our recommendation that the Ministry of Finance work with the FSRA to create a registration regime for private unregulated lenders that meet certain monetary or activity thresholds. There could be voluntary registration as well for those not meeting the thresholds, it added, and those who register and lend to sophisticated entities could do so without the need for licensing under the MBLAA, the report said. The FSRA should work with the Law Society of Ontario to exchange data around private lending facilitated by lawyers, the report recommended, and registered lenders should be required to report periodically to the regulator on their activities. This would make Ontario the only jurisdiction in Canada to directly collect data from unregulated mortgage lenders, facilitating a better understanding of these lenders' participation in Ontario's housing markets and their broader role in the provincial economy, the report said. The Ontario government is eyeing 2020 for any registry, according to Stan Cho, the parliamentary assistant to the province's Minister of Finance and co-leader of the review. We spoke to non-private and private lenders, Cho said, and really it's something that the industry overall wants because it is a growing sector of the market and it's something that is here to stay. Data from a provincial regulator showed private lending was still a small part of Ontario's 132 billion mortgage brokerage market, but that it accounted for around 8% or $10.6 billion of the total dollar value of all mortgage transactions reported in 2013 by brokerages, which was up from $6 billion in 2014, the report said.
Robert McLister, founder of mortgage rate uh, mortgage comparison website RateSpy.com, said requiring private lenders to register would provide much-needed data about their activities in the province. I'd like to see this rolled out nationwide by all provinces, as long as it does not restrict the vital flow of ca uh, private capital, McLister wrote in an email. Private lenders are often lenders of last resort and keep borrowers afloat until they can bail themselves out financially, uh, uh, out of financial difficulty. Private lenders have been estimated as having gained mortgage market share in the Greater Toronto Area following the imposition of the stricter underwriting rules at the start of 2018, which included a stress test for uninsured loans. Housing is also one of the key campaign issues in the federal election, and the report arrives amid pushback against mortgage stress tests. The report said the underwriting changes have created significant challenges for prospective homeowners. Additionally, more consumers are now forced to seek mortgage loans from, from private lenders, often at much higher interest rates, it said. Ontario's Progressive Conservative government says it is now considering the report's recommendations, which also included cutting red tape around commercial mortgage transactions between sophisticated entities such as big companies and financial institutions. The report recommended reviewing fine maximums as well. As some commenter, uh, commenters said, administrative monetary penalties that the FSRA is permitted to levy under the MBLAA are not high enough for certain offenses in order to properly ensure compliance. I think that pretty much covers it, actually. Um, the owner of Rate Spy, I think, sums it up best. I mean, registration is fine as long as it's not actually impeding action. Now, if it does mean it's going to chomp down on uh, illegal activity, that's obviously a very, very, very good thing. And to regulate or to understand how much of the market of the mortgage market is actually going private, I mean, this is obviously this feels like a move from major mortgage the major mortgage institutions because they're concerned about the private private lending practices they're concerned about the competition they want they want better insight into what's going on i feel like if you really want to know what's going on you really just have to talk to the lawyers and i mentioned that I mentioned what working closely with the law society that's probably you're going to get more compliance out of those lawyers than you are out of private lenders really like that's the that's the quickest way to go about it just get the lawyers to report it'd be the easiest way less intrusive Ultimately, you're determining what people can do with their own money, right? Like, you got to be careful here because 
I feel like the government needs to be careful here because if they start to impose undue restrictions, like you're you're starting to tell people what they can do with their own money, what they can, who they can lend to, and who they can't lend to. Now, you could probably, it might be a good idea to say, okay, what kind of terms can be in those contracts? I mean. Mortgage institutions already have that kind of regulation, I believe, but if you're a private lender or if you're a mortgage broker, uh, I'd love to hear from you on this. Email me, recoffee at joelarnt.ca. So that's recoffee at j-o-e-l-a-r-n-d-t dot c-a. Also, uh, if you know anyone who lends out on private mortgages, this might interest them. Send this episode to them. I'd love to hear their feedback as well. If you want to get daily real estate news, subscribe to the Real Estate and Coffee podcast. I'm all over the place. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Radio Public. Now, private mortgages, this stuck out because private mortgages is actually an investing strategy that's going to be covered at the Wealth Hacker Conference. I'm going to put a link in the show notes to the um, Truth About Real Estate Investing pod, in Canada podcast, but particularly the episode with Jay Gabrani. He's got a crazy story, very emotional story. Um... It was his real estate investments and his his private mor- the the income from his private mortgages that he was lending out on that took him through tragedy. Anyway, he's going to Jacob Brown is going to be at the Wealth Hacker Conference teaching everything he knows or as much as he can in whatever time slot he's given about uh, private mortgages, and they're going to go from it's. Yeah, we'll go from there. It um, it's something that I remember seeing at a fairly young age. I mean, I was managing a motel. Oh, twenty eleven, twenty yeah, twenty twelve, twenty twelve, twenty thirteen, and the owners of the motel and the restaurant um, also lent out on private mortgages. And they had a second mortgage um, from the from the previous owner that they bought from on that business, but then they also had held mortgages on uh, for other people. But it's not something that everybody realizes that they can do, because it's definitely not something the banks want to want you to know that you can do. I mean, they lose business, you become a competitor. <laughs> But it's like guaranteed, you know, 10 to 12% return on your money. So yesterday, uh, we had in the Real Estate and Coffee episode, had a conversation with William and I. William lends out on private mortgages. A one-year $40,000 investment is going to yield him 11%. 
His money's only tied up for one year. He gets 11% back. He walk. He keeps going. It's pretty decent. So, if you want to learn more about private mortgages, first of all, listen to the Truth About Real Estate Investing in Canada episode that'll be linked in the podcast notes with Jay Gabrani. He'll talk a little bit about it. And then go to the Wealth Hacker Conference. I mean, honestly, Jay Gabrani is going to be talking about it there, but there's going to be a slew, hundreds of other people that will be there many of whom will probably have some sort of familiarity with if not if they are not already investing in private mortgages connecting with them will be the best education you'll ever get and that's honestly why i bought my ticket is because i'm like sure i want to sit in these sessions but i want to connect with the other people that are going i think that's going to be the the biggest value add and of course grant cardone's going to be there that's going to be fun. That's just going to be fun. If you want to go, wealthhacker.ca. And if you want 10% off your ticket, use the discount code REALWEALTH. So, wealthhacker.ca, choose your ticket level, VIP premium, general admission. And use the discount code Real wealth. There'll be a enter promo code link at the top of the ticket box. Click that. Use the discount code real wealth. Real wealth. All one word. Okie dokie. Have a good Thursday.